0: Today's podcast is brought to you, in part, by Freshen Up Energy. Listen, y'all know I'm a busy guy, and sometimes I need a bit of a boost, which is why I turn to Freshen Up Energy. With 100mg of caffeine derived from coffee beans, vitamins B, C, and D, and zero sugar, Freshen Up has become my new go-to for getting things done. But hey, if you're new and want to try it yourself before getting a 30-serving dub, get yourself the 4-star tube set with flavors such as Blue Raspberry, Cherry Blossom, War Cherry, and Freedom Berry to see which one you like the most. With 15 flavors now and more on the way, I'm sure you'll find the one you love soon. And don't forget to use promo code PLUMES10 at checkout to save 10% your order. And hey, if we get enough out there, maybe we'll even see a Plumes-themed flavor in the near future. Thinking think something like Over the Moon for the name. But that promo code again is PLUMES10, and thank you to Freshen Up Energy for helping me bring this show to you. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. everyone, and welcome to Bloomscast. My name is Seth, a.k.a. Phantasma Blooms. I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Now, before I get started in here today, first and foremost, I kind of owe you a bit of an apology. Because, not gonna lie, I kind of struggled with today's episode. Not because of the content of which we're about to talk about, which, by the way, heads up, we're gonna be talking about not being okay during the holidays. To what that means to you may mean a lot of different things. And while I'm going to be talking about a broad spectrum of things and how to handle it and, you know, kind of how I've dealt with it over the years as we try to do, I just want to give you the personal space and the respect that you deserve to say, hey, if you're not in a good headspace today to hear any of this, dude, I completely understand. Pause the podcast right now. Take your time. Go do what you need to do to get yourself into a better spot. If you know what that is, you know, maybe you're still discovering that yourself right now. But take your time with this podcast. Feel free to pause it and reflect and think about, you know, the things I'm talking about. And, you know, don't force yourself to sit down and listen to this all in one take. Because, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I struggled with this podcast because I... Last week I was recording. I had about thirty minutes of podcast already, you know, recorded out. And as y'all know, I do these in single takes. Okay? So really I'd spent probably about an hour of re recording, you know, certain things and trying to figure out how I wanted to express myself and the conversation that I wanted to have with y'all. I can't tell you how many times I said, hello everyone and welcome to Bloom's Cast. Like genuinely, <laughs> it was, it was getting up there, uh, just because I wanted to approach this conversation as delicately as I could. You know, of course, I wanted to interject my own stories and give real advice, you know, do the things that I do best on this podcast, but, About 30 minutes in, I was kind of debating with myself as I was speaking. I'm like, you know, I don't feel like I'm giving the time and the respect to, you know, a delicate topic such as this. You know, and I don't want to rush out an episode and just kind of give somebody not necessarily the attention they deserve. But I don't want somebody to listen to the uh, episode of podcasts and be there like, man that didn't help me at all, <laughs> you know. So then I was like, "All right, cool. I will just do a live podcast with it." And unfortunately, my schedule just got way too fucked up this week, and I was just exhausted like crazy. And so I was just like, "You know what? All right, bet. Maybe maybe this is just a divine sign of things. I'm not a heavily religious person, but I know when things are just fucked, and I'm just like, "All right, you know what? I can't record it for a reason." Let me give myself, let me, pre- let me do what I'm preaching here and give myself some time and figure out how I want to say this one more time and then come into it, you know, refreshed, hydrated, you know, <laughs> feeling good. And so that's where I'm at today. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not intend to skip podcast episode last week. Genuinely, I want to try and get two more episodes out before the end of the year. So next week we will probably be talking about, you know, how to really evaluate yourself, how to look at yourself across this past year, and how to talk about your wins and your successes. I know we've already kind of done that before, but I want to do it in a more... Like, hey, let's talk about your New Year's, let's talk about your resolutions, let's talk about, you know, the holidays coming up, let's talk about, like, everything all in one. And then, on the following podcast the next week, I'll be talking about how to set resolutions again. You know, I believe, I believe if I go back a year in podcast library, and I'm just like, all right, let me listen to what I said before, a lot of it's gonna stay the same. You know, I'm just a little bit older and a little bit more wise thanks to doing a year of uh, self-help podcasts and talking about a whole bunch of shit that really I never thought I'd be talking about. (laughs) You You go back two years and you tell me I had a podcast, bro, I'd look at you like you're crazy. But I, and then, of course, after that, um, into the second week of the year, Mahoro gave me a really good, actually, I call her Mahoro remu as y'all know her as um she gave me a you know real quick real quick i'm gonna go on a side tangent if you ever hear me say mahoro or remu that's the same person it's two different nicknames i don't know <laughs> their real name <laughs> she works strictly on you know nicknames And it always makes me laugh, because I'll be talking to somebody, and sometimes I'll bring up something that Reimu's taught me, or Reimu brought up, and I'll be like, oh yeah, Mahoro said this, and I'll be like, oh yeah, Reimu said this, and it's just like, are there two different people? I'm like, no, fuck, it's the same person. But anyway (laughs) anyway, Reimu gave me a really good podcast idea, and I'm hoping that I don't forget it. I've got it written down in my podcast, you know, notion side of things. But we're going to be talking about, you know, boys being boys, and it's not the colloquial term of just like, oh, you know, it's just stupid things guys do. It's more how that term has kind of evolved into, you know, what stupid things people get into, regardless of gender, you know, and how much of an asshole people have become and how much we've... Or how much of an asshole people have become, and really, you know, how much we excuse because it's just like, oh, you know, they're just stupid, he, you know, boys will be boys, but anyway. And I do just want to say this too, before I get started into any of this, <laughs> as much as I love doing this podcast and giving y'all advice, I really hope, you know, you Take what I'm about to say in the lightest terms, because genuinely speaking, if listening to the podcast makes you realize that, hey, you know, maybe you don't want to go to the family engagement this year or, you know, maybe something like it's just making you rethink things and real and like reanalyze certain things from different points of view, you know. I would be perfectly fine with you telling your parents and your grandparents, hey, I'm not feeling it, but, you know, <laughs> please don't name drop plumes <laughs> Because I, <laughs> I already had this like weird premonition that somebody's grandma is going to be calling me on Christmas Day, right? I don't know how she got my number, but she's going to be like, I, I'm so upset with you, Plumes Cast. I was supposed to see my dear son-in-law, and he said that you said that I shouldn't come to, you know, grandma's engagement, cause she's a bitch. And you know what? Fuck you, Plumes Cast. <laughs> you know? I don't know why grandma's calling me in the first place to bitch about that, but I'm just like, bro. <laughs> I am perfectly fine with you taking this as the aha moment. <laughs> but if you got people who are going to be pissed off and be like, ah, cast, how dare you, you know, ruin the family holiday. You made grandma cry. It's just like, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just had to put that out there. Because anytime I have a premonition of something like that, some stupid shit always ends up happening. And I just want to... I want to speak it into the world and try to prevent it (laughs) because if I hear somebody's grandma on Christmas day, I'm going to be like, who the fuck is this? (laughs) All right. Now that we're starting on a good light note, dude, I'm feeling good. (laughs) I'm glad I could get, you know, at least a little bit of jokes in there before around the 10 minute mark. I'm not mad about that, but look. I want to be real with you for, you know, the next couple of minutes. Alright, not to say that I'm not every other time, but I want to just be entirely honest with you. Listen, I know the holidays are all about, you know, happiness and joy and coming together. And, you know, last week when I was talking about or rather the week before, last episode, when we were talking about how to, you know, save money and all during the holidays and using the holidays to have your hallmark moment with people and really just settle the score with things before the new year comes up. Like, yes, I do not rescind anything that I said during that podcast, but I do want to say this, you know, I did not give enough credit where it should have been due to people that are just like, "You know what? I don't think I can do that this year, you know, not to say that I feel as though I need to catch every single little you know avenue of which somebody could go down, but I realized here recently that honestly, as excited as I am for the holidays, that's a recent development. you know I told you all before in last week, your last episode. Where I used to hate the holidays because I didn't have family to celebrate with. I felt awkward going to my sister's engagements because, you know, I didn't really know the people that were there. I, and you know, every time I was there, I just kind of felt weird because felt out of place. Like, they were in different parts in their lives. Like, there was no 20, 20-something there. It was all people in their, you know, late 30s early 40s, and then their parents, and just like, bro, what the fuck am I doing here? And then the kids, you know, trust me, though, I love being able to see the kids, and I love being able to spend the holidays with my sister's family, but it was a rough time, and I don't think on last episode, I'm gonna say last week's podcast, I'm gonna say that like 20 times, I'm gonna apologize in advance about that, because to me... The concept of time has just blurred into a line that doesn't make sense anymore. There's fog and trees and rocks and a frog. And dude, I don't understand where the frog came from. It all just don't make sense. But look, I want to give those people, those people who are, you know, debating between going out to the holidays and, you know, really wanting to kind of keep to themselves. Like, I want to talk to y'all today. You know, and mind you, this podcast goes out to everybody across the world. You know, it's not, oh, hey, this is for my sad, this is sad boy, sad girl hour. You know, it's something that I want you to realize. Because in last week's podcast, see, I told you I'd do it. Um... In the last episode, I talked about the expectation of how much money people expect you to spend during the holidays. And if you're not buying certain people gifts, you're seen as, like, stingy or greedy. And it just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense whatsoever. And something I didn't allude to at all was the mental capacity to it. The emotional capacity. Whether or not you're happy for the holidays. You know, there's a whole... And, like, the more I listen to Christmas music... Okay, the more I'm allowing myself to get into the cheer of things, like, I realize how many songs, like, how many Christmas songs are all about getting over sadness, you know, or foregoing sadness, you know, can't we last till Christmas, it'll be a blue Christmas without you, um, fuck, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth, (laughs) I, I had like a list of songs in my mind. Uh, last Christmas, you know, actually I'd argue that one's more of a redemption song later on, but anyway, you get the point of what I'm saying. You know, there's a bunch of holiday songs all about getting over whatever sadness is coming through and just celebrating the holiday. And you know what? Some people can't do that. Some people... Don't have the ability to do so. And there's a whole bunch of different reasons why behind it. You know, just to give you three that I can immediately think of that I've suffered from myself seasonal affective disorder is the first one that immediately comes to mind. You know, when the holidays or when the outside world gets all dark and gloomy, dude, I fucking hate it. You know, thankfully I've kind of circumvented it a little bit this year because I've been going into work late. Because I am trying my best to get as much sunshine as I can throughout the day. But anyway, you know, it's not something that everybody can avoid. Anxiety over the end of the year or seeing family members. That's another thing, you know. Or running into people you haven't talked to in a while. Or hey, maybe even just talking to people in general. Maybe you're not a social person and all of a sudden you got to talk to like 20, 30 plus people and everybody's up in your face. And you know what really causes anxiety? Fucking traffic. And people not knowing how to drive around the fucking holidays making me consider that I want to get a fucking dash cam. Which by the way, if you know a good dash cam, hit your boy up. But <laughs> And the worst part of it all and the most common one between all of it is stress. You know, stress from the holidays. Getting ready, you know, to host everybody. Getting ready to go on and like make travel plans and spend a bunch of money. And the stress of spending money. Maybe you don't have a bunch of cash this year and you're trying to stretch Christmas as far as you can. But, you know, Becky down the street's getting her kids an Xbox. And, you know, your son is best friends with the kid that has the Xbox and he's going to want to play the Xbox. And Lego Fortnite just came out. Mom, I want to play Lego Fortnite on the Xbox S. Mom, where's my Xbox? You know, it's... I I went into that way too fucking hard. I do not have any kids. I just want to preface that. (laughs) You know, there's so many things that can cause the holiday blues. And really, I want to talk about that just a little bit further. You know, because sometimes we don't realize that it's happening to us. Sometimes we just, you know, try to dust off the stress without properly addressing it. And you know why? It doesn't work. It just makes things worse. You know, I've told y'all about these projects I'm doing at work. You know, this past week was probably both simultaneously one of the busiest and then all of a sudden one of the deadest I have ever worked in my organization. You know why? Because during certain days at work... I was work I was in four five hours worth of meetings talking about this, that and the other, or trying to solve this, that, and the other. And some of that solution shit not working. And like hitting the wall over and over and over again, trying to figure out what we can do to fix the problem and when nobody has any answers and all of a sudden a solution pops up and it's just like, oh, let's go for that. And you spend another hour trying to make sure like trying to see if that works. And you, you know, troubleshoot a bunch of other shit and then it doesn't work and it's just like, bro, what the fuck? It all starts to pile up. It's like snow, y'all. You know, snow piles quickly. You know? And sometimes when we first see snowfall, you know, it it's nice. You know, it's not saying that stress is nice, but sometimes a little bit of stress is healthy. I could say that actually. And you see the snow falling, and you're like, Ah, man, it's snowing. Alright, I'll bundle up. You know, I'll do this. Like, you recognize the stress is coming. Sometimes it's coming lightly. It's just powdering. Sometimes it's a whole fucking blizzard, and you're just like, damn, where the fuck did that come from? But you're doing what you can to keep going. The thing is about snow is you don't give yourself time to alleviate that snow stress. It builds up and it compounds quickly. Unmelted snow freezes into ice, especially if it's allowed to melt and then refreeze. And all of a sudden what was just a cute little occurrence, well, now suddenly has a hard layer underneath it. You get that crunch of good snow. I don't get to hear that crunch much. I I I might move. <laughs> you know, side tangent aside, but anyway, you know, you sit there And you look and you try to just figure out where did all this snow come from. Especially, like, say for example, you go to bed, you wake up the next morning, all of a sudden, you know, what was an inch is now four inches. And it just keeps going and going. And if you don't take proper steps, you know, prior to the next day... That shit's going to make your commute into work much harder. For example, if you don't move your car inside the garage, if you don't uh, scrape off the driveway, I'm saying this is a Georgia, you know, Georgia liver. Uh, (laughs) Makes it sound like I'm just an organ laying out in the middle of the streets of Atlanta. But I'm saying this is a Georgia resident who never sees snow more than like two inches trying to explain this great metaphor I came up with. But that's the reality of it. You know, you, if you don't take the preventative steps along the way when all the stress is piling up, it's just going to make your next day harder. And if you continue to let it go on for another day, it's going to make it that much harder. And, you know, I realized that because I developed a ringing in my ear because of stress. I don't know if it was titanus or tinnitus. I don't know how to say it. But that's what I could attribute it to. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I had a ringing in my right ear. I thought it was because, you know, the fox wife and I, we went out on our anniversary date. We were going to a festival of lights that we ended up kind of retreating from early on because it was cold and raining. We avoided getting sick, or at least that's what I thought, you know, until I got this ringing in my ear. But I was just like, man... You know, is this some, Is it because we were out in the cold? Mind you, we still had a fantastic time. You know, that's the thing about the fox wife and I, is even if we make plans and they fall through, we still have a fun time together. And I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that about that woman. You know, that is how I am reassured every single day that this is my person. Because even when things go wrong, they go right. And in that moment, though... In that moment when we were out, we're walking together and we're cuddling, you know, in the cold, we're drinking hot chocolate, some bomb-ass hot chocolate, by the way, eating, you know, chicken nuggets and a lunchroom-grade hamburger that she absolutely adored, you know, I realized that Christmas was coming around the corner and I barely gave any acknowledgement to it at all. I, and I was kind of disappointed with myself in that moment because... You know, I have all the ample opportunity in the world to appreciate Christmas with this beautiful woman that I've chosen to spend the rest of my life with. You know, and I'm thankful enough that she loves my dorky ass enough to do the same. But, I realized, in that moment, I had not, you know, given Christmas the attention that it deserved, the attention that it demanded. Santa Claus was coming to town, and I was blue, 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 blue. Because of these fucking projects at work. And you know how I knew it was stress later on? Is because as I'm sitting in these meetings and as I'm sitting in these, you know, follow up meetings of the meetings, I could hear the ringing growing. And when I'd start to wake up in the morning, I was groggy, I was dizzy. Like stress was kicking my fucking ass, dude. To the point where I, you know, I didn't know what to do. These are mandatory things that need to happen, and to me, I was kind of surprised because other people in the project kind of were like, eh, it's you know it's gonna be okay, things will break, blah 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 blah." in the meanwhile, I was just like, bro, I can't, I cannot allow things to break. That's not how I operate. We don't break things to then fix them. we fix them along the way, so that way nothing gets broken, and so you know, hearing that multiple times from the project leaders themselves, saying like, "Oh, this is gonna break, this is gonna break, this is gonna break," with no real solution in hand, ah, dude, it, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. it was not good. It was not good for anybody. It was not good for me. But I, you know, again. Didn't give myself the time to shovel the snow, as it were. And it kept piling up and piling up and piling up... Until it became a physical manifestation of that stress. Something that I couldn't ignore. A nice little ringing in my ear. And that scared me. I've been stressed to a high level before. I've talked about how... Back when I was working at, you know, Mercedes... I allowed my stress to pile up to the point where I was hospitalized, and you know I had to. I sat back and I thought about it. I can't remember whether or not I had a ringing in my ears during that time. If I did, I probably just thought I was sick, and I was just like, "eh, it's whatever. I I gotta get to work." And that in itself is a terrible fucking thing. But you know, I sit here and I'm just like, "bro, this isn't right. This is the holidays." Christmas is coming up. I'm not supposed to be this stressed. What the fuck? Now, I will, you know, jump to the conclusion of the story and say that by, you know, the grace of my company, you know, mind you, I've had like, God, another two weeks of PTO that I could have been taking. Um, I finally put in for the last three days of the year. I was like, you know what? The project can't continue. There's going to be a bunch of people that are out for these weeks. Like, there's nothing I can do. Might as well just say, fuck it. So I went to my boss and I'm like, hey, can I take off, you know, the last couple of days in the year? And he's like, yeah, no, absolutely. Take your time. You know, there's uh, if there's nothing that can be carried on with these projects and they're at a stopping point and everything you need to do is caught up. Dude, take your time. You know, he was fully about it. Cause he knows how stressed this all make to me or makes me, and I'm very upfront with him when it comes time to that kind of stuff. Because I'm like, dude, you know, this shit doesn't make sense. Why are we doing this? You know. And some of the answers I got, oh my lord. Ugh. If I could go into detail about some of the bullshit that's been going on, I would, but I can't. Out of respect for the people that I'm working with, and out of respect for my company, I won't. But all that to say, you know. Christmas was a coming and I was being a Grinch. Now, mind you, you know, I realized in all of that, and as I came out of it, you know, because I've had a couple of quiet days of work where I didn't have meetings. Like the, the Wednesday, or no, the Thursday and the Friday, you know, leading up to me recording podcasts, it's Saturday now, uh, it was quiet. You know, did I have things that came up? Sure. But it wasn't, hey, we need to jump on a meeting right now and talk about or talk for an hour to try and resolve this. Or, hey, you know, I need you to send this training session with me. So that way we have somebody that understands the program to the level that somebody else does. Just like, ah, so this is what work was like for me. I was able to study for the first time in, God, I'd say about a month, maybe a month and a half. Things that I wanted to get back to, like... I will say this too. I was disappointed in myself because at the beginning of the month, I told myself, I'm like, look, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to finish my Salesforce certification. You know, I've been plugging away at that. I wanted to get one more sheet of paper on my wall before the end of the year. And it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to do that. But that w- me being aggressive about that to myself is not the way to go about it. You know, and I want to advise you if you have a goal that you told yourself you want to do and it's just not turning out to be that way, dude, it's okay. It's okay. You know, life's not over. Everything's not over at the end of the year. You know, yes, do we all live it on a timeline and we don't know what point on that timeline we're at? Of course. But that's all the reason more to live every day to its fullest, not the opposite. And dreading the things that we can't do. Celebrate the things that you can. And look, in those two days of me being able to breathe and relax, I can't tell you the amount of relief that washed over me those past couple of days. Where I was just like, man, fuck, I've been busting my ass. What the fuck? And then everything kind of clicked. Everything kind of made sense. Like, you know what? I haven't been giving myself time to really enjoy the holidays because I've been stressing about these work projects. And then all of a sudden, I was more excited to, you know, now that I have like these 10 days off coming up, you know, I'm more excited to celebrate the holidays. It's right before Christmas time. You know, I get to see New Year's with a couple of friends. Like, I'm excited about that. I previously wouldn't have said that, you know, <laughs> and to some degree I might still say that. Uh but all that to say, like, I realized there's a whole group of people out there that were probably in the exact same shoes as me. Where end-of-the-year goals are coming up, you know, you have managers bearing down on you to make the end-of-year sales, you know, or maybe it's a slow period for you because you made all your sales. And you feel like you're underperforming now. And that in itself is stressing you out. And, you know, there's... And that's just the work aspect of it. Maybe you're stressed out because you're working retail and you're getting battered every which way. Because, lo and behold, the latest commercial shows, you know, people abusing your coworkers. Just because they can't remember what they wanted to order at the drive-thru. I'm looking at you, Dunkin' Donuts. Sponsor me. (laughs) But all that to say, you know, there's a myriad of reasons why you could be stressed right now. And I want you to understand something. It's perfectly okay if you are stressed out. It's perfectly okay if you're not ready for the holidays. And more than anything, it is perfectly okay to admit it. Because you know what? I couldn't prior to I didn't realize it prior to, and I hope maybe to listening to this podcast, you find out a little bit about yourself that, hey, maybe, 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 you know, maybe it is me too. Look, I want to talk with y'all for a minute, you know, a little bit more, and just realize too that there are other things... On top of stress, seasonal affective disorder, anxiety that can bring you down during the holidays. Things of which you may not realize. And one of them I've already talked about. That's family, dude. You know, maybe you don't have all the family members that you would have in previous years. And you're coming up on a holiday like, this is the second Christmas without my mom. Feels fucking weird to me, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Because her birthday was immediately after Christmas. And that that doesn't feel right to me. It really doesn't. You know, I sit here and I think about it often. You know, how my mom used to love the holidays. About how she would doll up the house in every which way. And have my dad set up a bunch of Christmas lights. And she would insist on everybody coming home. And... When she left for Florida, I didn't have that necessarily anymore. Like, yes, did I go over to my sister's place? Of course. But it wasn't the same. It wasn't my family. It was her family. And it felt off, and I never really realized it. Until, you know, when I grew up some more... And I realized that I was kind of denying myself. Like, this wasn't just her family. It's also part of mine. And I can have fun during these things. And I can, you know, wake up with the kids and, you know, see what Santa brought. Like, I can allow myself to have fun with these things. But the fact still stands. This year, be the second year without my mom... It will be... I'm trying to do the quick mental math in my head. 16 was when they died. So, 7th? 6th or 7th year without my dad and my brother. It's kind of crazy. You know? You come up to these holidays... And, like I expressed before... You see other happy families. You see full families. Doing all these big things and talking about how they're getting all the family together... And sometimes, you know, that triggers some of the pain that you felt. Maybe you came out of an abusive family and it reminds you of how fucked Christmases were. Maybe you never really had a good Christmas and you're having one now and you don't know how to feel. That's all completely valid, my dude. You know, I can say that for myself for the last one. Christmas has never been the same since I started dating the fox wife. And I love spending every single Christmas with her. You know why? Because you know, and I told it about you, or I told you about this last time, our last episode, but we joke. We joke about our Christmas tree how we only set up, you know, one ornament last year and this year it's got two ornaments. It's the spam and the uh this is the first year or our first Christmas engaged and it has the date. And bro, that's all it's got right now. <laughs> I'm hoping, you know, to update y'all later on and be like, oh, yeah, no, we, we got the tree decorated. Here it is. Merry Christmas from Phantasma Blooms and the Fox Wife. <laughs> but all that to say, you know, it's those little things. Being able to plan gifts and set up like a bunch of different things for, her, dude, it it's so exciting to me. I love seeing the way, like, her eyes light up during the holidays, and it reminds me, you know, that I can be that way, too. Now, granted, you know, I'm talking about doing all this with my partner. Maybe you don't have anybody in your ho- er, in your life right now, and hey, that's completely valid, too. You know, don't don't send any threat, like death threats to me or do the TikTok thing where it's like, oh, what a nice co- what a nice couple put shotgun in mouth. <laughs> you know? But I got the, which, by the way, I got that on one of our cosplay videos that I put out on TikTok a long, long time ago, and <laughs> it still tickles my heart to this day. But anyway, you know, I it's completely valid. It's completely valid to be alone on Christmas. Maybe you broke up with somebody. Maybe you haven't had somebody in your life. Or maybe something else has happened. And I want you to know it's okay to be down during the holidays. Don't let it stop you, if you can, from going out and having fun. But realize, too, that, hey, maybe this year ain't your year. It's okay. You know, it's not the end of the world, You know, do I want you to go out and experience the holiday in your own way if you can? Yeah, absolutely. But understand, too, if you can't, do what you can, you know? Like, for example, if you don't go out and see your family during the holidays, you know, because you're sad that your partner left you, get some friends. You know, get some friends together and have a, like, mini holiday, even if it's just calling people and talking to them during Christmas. That's something. Don't allow yourself to be alone during the holidays. If you have the strength to do more. You know. Reach out to people that you haven't talked to in a while. Wish them a Merry Christmas. Or a Happy Hanukkah. Or anything else. It's rough. It's entirely rough. And but I want you to also remember this Christmas too. If you don't do anything, again, that's completely fine. The whole point of this podcast episode is to talk about why it's okay to have a blue Christmas by your, by yourself. But I want you to remember it. I want you to keep it to your heart. And I want you to remember where you're at at this point. It's a low point for you. It may not even be your lowest point yet, unfortunately. I'm fortunate to say, things might get harder for you before they get better. But I want you to remember this. Because when it starts to get better, because it will get better, I want you to look back at these moments, and I want you to smile at the you that cried today. Because the you that cried gave you the strength to then come out and find, you know, your new holiday. Maybe you start a new tradition next year, and you get a couple of friends together. Maybe, you know, you've lost a parent, you lost a family member, you lost a friend, and you get a bunch of people who are similar. You know, maybe you have, a group, like, a group of friends, and unfortunately, you know, a couple of people are out or, or gone between the year. That's terrible to say, but, you know, it's kind of the best way to say it, too. Unfortunately, they aren't around for the holidays this year. Or maybe you know somebody that can't go out to Christmas with somebody because money's tight and they can't afford the plane ticket or anything like that. Dude, get together with some people. Do your own little holiday if you're feeling up for it. You know, if you're not, again, completely fine to say, not this year, but next year, try a little harder. If you're up for it, you know, allow yourself to be up for it. Don't, you know, allow the sadness, the snow to burden you. Any longer than it needs to. The sunshine will come back, my dude. And it will melt all this shit away. It'll take a while. Especially for that snow that's compacted hard onto the ground. But it will melt. You can do it. And you can go out and you can have fun. Allow yourself some kindness. If you're not going out anywhere for Christmas. And you, you know, don't have anybody to go out with for Christmas. I'm saying Christmas, just holidays in general. Do something nice for yourself. It doesn't have to be you buying yourself something. Maybe you clean your apartment or your house. Maybe you take a walk. Maybe you, you know, buy yourself... You know, again, I didn't mean to say buy, but, you know, I'm going to follow through with it. Buy yourself something nice. You know, do something that you've always wanted to do. Is there a game that's sitting on your shelf that you haven't played yet? Dude, fucking pick it up. You know, you're, you got the day off for Christmas, right? I hope you do. You know, and if not, the next time you do, play the game. Have fun. What do you do for fun? Figure that out, you know? And then go out and enjoy it when you're ready. Give yourself the peace to realize that you are hurt. Give yourself the peace to realize that you have broken down to some degree. But remember that this is not the end for you. Even though it feels like it right now, it's not. And it never will be. The ultimate end is when you're in the ground, unfortunately. You know, when we all say goodbye and head off to wherever the fuck we're gonna go, that's the end. But for now, tomorrow's going to come. Tomorrow will always come. At least that's the hope and the prayer that we all have. Again, we don't know where, on, where we're at on this timeline of life. But that's why you gotta live every day to the fullest. Have fun. And if you can't today, try a little harder tomorrow. If you, if you can't get out of bed today, hey, maybe tomorrow you just take a shower and then you go back to bed. That's progress, my dude. You're getting there. You're stronger than you were the day before. Now look, you know, in all this, if you are in a weakened state, whether it's because of stress, anxiety, or anything else, I want you to build some boundaries to protect your mental well-being during this holiday season. You know, and figure out what ways you can, you know, take care of yourself during the holiday season and managing your own stress. Like, mind you, for me, I didn't do it and I kind of got to a breaking point to some degree thankfully I found you know some reprieve and I have a a longer reprieve coming up to you know ease out all this and be ready and refreshed for the new year all that's coming but all that to say you know that's not you like my solution doesn't fix everybody else's you know what works for me may not work for you and I need you to figure out what you can do yourself Build boundaries. If you have a family member, for example, that comes up every year and talks about, oh, you know, good old Joe Biden killing people with charged lemonade, you know, don't talk politics. You know, it just be like, yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, how's, how's you know, my aunt and how's the cousins, blah, 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 blah. Get them away from that topic. If they want to keep going back to it, don't talk to them. And if they keep coming back to it and they keep you, trying to drag you back to it, be respectful. Be like, hey, I don't want to talk politics this year. You know, the world's crazy enough as is we don't need to talk about it because nothing we can talk about can fix it anyway. You know, if you do decide to engage in political discussion, please be aware that you might be in for a fight depending on who the hell you're talking to. (laughs) I know for me personally, anytime I talk to my sister's, you know, father-in-law, bro, (laughs) it's on, like, Donkey Kong. If I don't do, like, 20 pages worth of research prior to, he's just going to bombard me down. And I'm just going to be like, you know what, you're right, whatever. I don't care. Like, (laughs) if you're not going to listen to my point, it's whatever. It's a mute point. But also... You know, work on building a little bit of resilience too. Because some people are going to say things that might tick you the wrong way. You know, maybe they'll talk about your work and be like, oh, you're still, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. Why aren't you doing A, B, and C like your cousin? You know, don't allow other people's, you know, judgment to take away from your progress across this past year. Be proud that you got a job, dude. You know, that you're trying to better yourself. Everybody starts from the ground floor. And if anybody talks shit, we'll just be like, well, you know, job market's been hard. That's it. That's all you got to tell them. Or, you know, maybe next year's my year. I'm going to try or I'm going to try to go for it next year. You know, I'm still, or I'm still figuring myself out. You know, you don't owe them any type of explanation, by the way. And I hope you don't feel the need to, but understand that some people will come up to you and try and interject their own, you know, answers into your problems a little bit of resilience. Be prepared to be like, well, thanks for that, but I don't want to talk about that right now. But the most important thing that I want you to remember throughout this season is I want you to figure out what your support system looks like. How does it work for you? And more importantly, how can you ground yourself in those moments where really everything's just coming at you all at once? You know, if, for example... You have a skincare routine or something that you do every night that just makes you feel, you know, at peace and at home. Or maybe you have a special drink that you really like. Dude, by all means, indulge in it, especially during the holidays. Make sure you keep yourself first and foremost throughout all of this. Because unfortunately, the world around you won't give you that luxury a lot of the time. You know, even friends and family as we're getting ready for the holidays, sometimes we forget about taking care of ourselves and sometimes they demand a little bit more from you than they should. And I want you to remember that you, at the end of the day, should always come first. Now, I want you, just for a minute, to think about what things you can do to help ground yourself. One of those big things that helped me a lot is just by taking a momentary self-check, you know, something that at the end of the day, when I'm laying down in bed next to my beautiful fiance, I just check up with myself, or at least I try to, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, go from the tips of my toes up to the top of my head, and just be like, okay, how how are my feet feeling, have I been on my feet too much today, did I hurt myself at the gym, no, okay, keep going, how are my legs feeling, Feeling good? Feeling good. You know, that's the way you kind of got to break yourself down a little bit. Learn to take yourself apart piece by piece and analyze every little thing that you can. At times, be respectful, of course. Don't have to go all the way in and all deep on yourself. Like, give yourself some peace and privacy you know, and you don't have to psychoanalyze every single little thing, like, oh gosh, golly gee, I gotta cut on my thigh, oh dear, this is the end, this is the sign of the beginning of the end, no. No, 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 no. But take note of the things that are wrong. For example, for me, it was the ringing in the ear. I was like, what the hell is this about? And, you know, trying to do any type of research into it, uh, didn't, it didn't bode too well for me. Because it's like, oh, this is stress-related. And guess what? Uh, it can compound... It is very much a mental thing in most cases, and, you know, by reading this, it's probably getting louder, and sure enough, it did. (laughs) Did not help whoever wrote that article, fuck you. But anyway, I want you to just take these times when you can break away, even if you just go to the bathroom at work, right? If you just take a minute just to sit down with yourself and breathe and relax and give yourself the respect that you deserve... And give yourself the kindness and the room to breathe just for a minute. Get into the habit of doing that. You know, if you feel like you're not really here, if you're not really part of the holidays, then look for those breaks. Look look for those opportunities where you can slow down and appreciate the holidays around you. And this is advice, by the way, more than just Christmas time and all that. This shit can apply any time of the year. But say, for example, you're eating, you know, slow down. Take a second. Let yourself just actually taste every single thing that you're eating. You know, there's a huge thing, by the way. And I'm not sure if weight loss is on your, you know, soon-to-be New Year's resolution or it was on a this year's New Year's resolutions and doesn't seem to have worked out. But there's a science to the speed of which you eat. You know, there are... Or it's basically proven at this point that if you slow down when you eat and actually chew, chew, chew your food. You will get fuller faster than you would have if you're just, you know... One shot in pizza bites, you know, and it's proven. Hell, I even prove it with myself. If I'm slow with eating pizza bites, and I'm not just you know hum yum hum yum, bro, I can't eat a whole ass bag on my own <laughs> if I do it that way. Sometimes I have to because it's just like oh, I'm sharing with somebody. Let me just slow down. But on that, on the side of that. Actually just stop and take a moment. When you bite down into something, taste the flavors coming through. Feel yourself in that moment eating whatever you're eating. Or drinking whatever you're drinking. And just realize you are here. You're okay. Like everything overall may not be okay. But right now in this like very moment, you are fine. Breathe, relax, you've earned it. You don't have to, you know, snarf down your food to go on to the next thing. Just relax. It's gonna be okay. And you know, one more other weird thing to do that I've read in a book not too, too long ago. Stop for red lights. Like, take an assessment of yourself every time you're at a red light. Certain people will pull up their phone and just start scrolling when they're at a red light. Certain people are staring off ahead, just ready to go. Dude, just take a second. Look at the surroundings. You know, obviously don't keep your eyes off the road for too long, dumbass. But you know, just give yourself that time to look around, especially if it's a path you're always taking. You know, maybe your path to work, you have a red light that catches you two times out of three. Okay? And it's an extra two minutes every time you're caught. If you know it's an extra two minutes because y'all let every other, you know, way of the four-way intersection go and you're making a left turn, you poor bastard. But just take a second and look around. Look at the world around you. Take note of what's going on. And when you start to notice those little things changing... You know, the colors of the leaves, the amount of leaves in the trees, any animals you can see, the cars that are passing by, who's in the cars. You allow yourself to be in the moment. And all of a sudden, that blur of time just kind of slows down just a little bit more because you are observant. You are recognizing that here you are in this exact moment. Breathe. It's okay. Time... Slows down in those times. You can see how the world's changing. You can see how you're changing, for example. You know, and give yourself those red light reflections, as it were. And just be open with yourself. Feel free to have red light conversations with yourself, even if it helps you. Talk to yourself about, you know, how are things going? You know, I don't want to use the example of a traffic light all the time, but it's important to have those red light stops just to see how you are doing. And in those times, be honest with yourself. Or, hey, maybe you're in the car with somebody, you know, you're hanging out, you're talking about this, that, and the other, and maybe that's the time you bring it up and be like, hey, what do you think about this? You know? And absolutely... During all this, build up a support system. You know, build up a support system of friends, of family. Like, if, for example, you know going to your family stresses you out, but you have a good group of friends you can text and talk with them in between shit and, like, make jokes and have memes, like, dude, absolutely hit them up. And be like, oh my god, we just had the turkey. Crazy. Dad's talking politics again hashtag Trump 2024, yeehaw, yeehaw, you know, <laughs> make, make light of it if you can, and laugh it off, and then, you know, plan to meet up with those friends before you gotta go back to school or work or whatever the hell you gotta do, you know, give yourself excuses, you know, have a alert button, you know, Whether that be an emoji that you send to the group chat to have somebody call you. You know, that says like, hey, shit's going bad. Give me a call so I can, you know, make the excuse. Oh, I gotta take this. I'll be outside, you know. Set that up. Or, you know, again, have a good group of friends that you can just rely on. And make plans with. And if you don't have that. Then make plans with yourself. Give yourself opportunities. Hey, maybe if you are going into a conversation with somebody you don't want to talk to, give yourself an alarm on your phone. You can set up a quick alarm on your clock app. It's just a five-minute countdown that you can just tap. You know, and it's not anything like you can leave that screen up. So when you unlock your phone, you just tap it. Boom. Make the alarm your ringtone. Boom said and done go some phones you can even make that a widget you know hey android plus one fuckers apple zero (laughs) you can eat my ass on that one (laughs) you know but all that to say there are ways to get out of things if you are not feeling it, and it's completely valid to get out of them. You're not any weaker because you did. You were stronger because you respected yourself enough to get out of those situations, and not to allow somebody else to put you down. Look, you know, I would love if in one year of Plume's cast, I would be able to set up a hotline that's just like, hey, you need you need somebody to call you to get out of a situation, text this number to this number and I'll give you a call and be like, Hey, how's it going? It's plumes. Uh, get out of your situation. teehee you know, I'd love to be able to do that for people, but you know, unfortunately this year, a little last minute this year, but all that to say, I want you to, as I'm starting to wrap things up here, I want you to realize something. You know, and I've said it before and it deserves to be said again. I want you to remember this year. I want if you are not having a good year, if things are just not going your way, money's tight, you know, you're stressed out because of work, because of family, because of this, that and the other. I want you to remember this year and I want you to remind yourself that you are surviving right now. You are doing great. You're still here. You're still succeeding in ways that you're not giving yourself credit for. You know, maybe you have some lofty New Year's resolutions that you didn't exactly get done. But hey, you still made it through another year. That's an accomplishment, my friend. And I want you to be proud of that. And I want you to remember this year, too. And remember where you're at. Take those snapshots. Take photos of where you are at. Be proud of what you were able to do this year. Because, you know, it's not a great line to say, well, you did better than somebody else. But it's true. You know? And you know what? This might be your worst year. This might be the year that you hit rock bottom. But I want you to remember that. Because when next year, you're starting to make that small uphill climb... Like, nobody knows how 2024 is going to be yet. Nobody has the luxury to know how 2024 is. If they did, bruh, I wish somebody would come back through and tell me the winning lotto numbers. Because, shit, you know, I just I just need $100,000 to <laughs> take care of me and the Fox Wife's debt to get us up and going. So, you know, I ain't asking for much. But, <laughs> if you come through with the Mega Millions, though... <laughs> But, all that to say Nobody knows how 2024 is going to be yet And, I want you to remember how 2023 was for you Because 2024 might be the start of your glow up 2024 might ramp up Might be vibrantly different You know, it only takes one unexpected thing to happen To make things even better Or, you know, even worse But when things are bad, you cannot allow yourself to give up. You can't. It's so unfair to the future that you have. And I want you to remember every time you are knocked down, because you know what? When the holidays come next year, if you're doing better, dude, it will feel so much better. You know, again... We talked about it early on. Maybe you don't have somebody for the holidays right now. Maybe you were like me and you hated the holidays because family members are dead. Or, you know, you had a big falling out with your family and you're not doing anything for Christmas this year. And you lied to everyone, like I did one year, to get out of Christmas with everybody. You know, And you're like, oh yeah, no, I'm just hanging out with friends. And you end up spending Christmas by yourself. Alright? I remember that year. I remember the vile, like, anger that I had and how mad I was at myself for not going out for anything for, like, like Christmas, you know, and I was just like, this fucking sucks. I hate it. I hate the holidays. I hate this. Like, why the fuck am I still struggling like this? What's the fucking point? I remember that vividly. Even to this day. But that's why I'm proud of that day too. Because again, on that day, I realized... I could be in a worse off position than I am right now. I've grown so much as a person over these past couple of years. I've grown so much as an employee... As a system admin, I've grown so much as a content creator. I've grown up in just every way I can think of. And I'm proud to myself who rejected the world that one Christmas. Because you know why? It made me more kind towards the future. It made me proud to be where I'm at now. It may not be where I want to be. You know, in the grand overarching scheme of things. Like, do I wish I had a little bit more money? Sure. Do I wish, you know, I was in a house instead of an apartment? Sure. But that doesn't take away any of the things that we've accomplished together. You know, my partner and I. We've become so much stronger together than I would have been apart. And I'm thankful... For the me that rejected Christmas that one day, because now I appreciate it a lot more than I ever would have. And I hope the same goes for you, as well. may not look like it yet, and it may take years to get to that point, but you'll be proud of it. Speaking from experience here. But... Anyway, remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. If You got Phantasma Plumes on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube in the form of Pods. And you can email the show directly by sending it to plumescast at gmail.com. That email again is plumescast, P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. Or if the podcast is enough plumes for you, find more topics such as technology and book reviews over at phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com That URL one more time, phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com Guys, thank you all so much for listening in. And as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everybody. Good luck on the rest of your Christmas decorations and all that fun stuff. Let me know how you're spending the holidays. Bye-bye.